Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So what are you doing with all that knowledge, understanding wisdom, spiritual enlightenment? Are you hoarding it? Are you keeping it to yourself? I want to read the gospel today because I think we all need to really understand what this gospel means. I remember when I first read it, all I could think of was measuring cups, like I was baking or something. (laughs) Let's read the gospel. It's Mark 4, 21 through 25. Jesus said to his disciples, Is a lamp brought in to be placed under a bushel basket or under a bed and not to be placed on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be made visible. Nothing is secret except to come to light. Anyone who has ears ought to hear. He also told them, Take care what you hear. The The measure with which you measure will be measured out to you, and still more will be given to you. To the one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Okay, lots of confusion sometimes with this, what you measure, measures out, and what you have, you'll have more. The more is spiritual wisdom. It's not more power, more material possessions or influence. He's saying that, and we kind of said the bushel basket with the lamp, right? You put it on a lamp stand. You don't put it under a bushel basket. I just like to use that. So if you flip that bushel basket over and you're walking around following Jesus and filling up that basket with all of your understanding, all the enlightenment, the stuff that comes to you in reflections. When you read the gospel for the first time and you're like, oh my goodness, I actually understand that now? That is enlightenment. Okay? And the more we understand and have knowledge of the kingdom of God, he will continue to bring us more. But what's this measure? Because <laughs> it's not a measuring cup, but it is a unit of measurement. 
measure. I don't know if you've ever heard, I think about my business days. I used to say all the time, what gets measured gets managed. So if you don't know what's actually happening, you can't manage it. You can't make cookies if you don't know how to measure out the right ingredients. These probably aren't the best an- analogies here, but I'm I'm trying. Work with me here. I'm sure more will come. <laughs> more will come. But really, okay, so our measure is our time. It's our time and our heart and our submission to Jesus' words. It's how much prayer time we have, how much time we visit him in adoration or in our personal personal devotions. And so what happens is the more we dive in, the more he will bless us with more enlightenment. So let's be really generous with our time. Let's be sure that we measure a lot of time with God and then we can share it because he's he's going to give it's going to bust out of us. The more you know, the more you want to share. Or I hope you do. Again, you are the lamp. Have you ever thought of you as being the lamp? You might be putting you under a bushel basket. You might be turning your light off. I just think about a lamp and how incredibly important it is when you're in the dark. Think about when you're in the dark and your hands are out in front of you (laughs) somehow, some way, your eyes are as wide as they can possibly be, feeling your way through the room, desperate to find a lamp. The switch to turn it on. And the more we measure out our time to spend it with God, the more God is going to overfill our bushel baskets with enlightenment and knowledge and grace, joy, all the fruits of the Holy Spirit that we will be so bright, our lamp that people will not have to try and find us. I mean, we'll be right in their face. Bright, joy-filled, filled with God. But it's our measure. We have to take care. I want to read that again. Hold on. 
Take care what you hear. The mother, <laughs> I did it again. The measure with which <laughs> you measure will be measured out to you. And still more will be given to you. The one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. What it does to me is reiterate the fact, <clears throat> excuse me, it reiterates the fact that God and me, me and God, need to spend as much time together every day as possible. I need to talk to him and see him and spend silent time with him, laugh with him, joke with him, cry with him, scream to him, honestly, sometimes yell. But the more I spend time with him, the more I seek him, the more he fills me with this grace to love, to be generous and kind to myself and to those around me, to share the enlightenment with everyone so that I want, I desire, I pray that everyone finds this with God, this relationship, this peace, this joy, this relationship. Remember, the more you reach out to him, the more you walk toward God, the more he will draw you near. I promise. I promise. Don't give up on this relationship. Many of us stink at relationships. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's true. We stink at relationships with people we can see and people we can hear. And we still don't understand people sometimes, right? So let's just, you know, open ourselves to the mystery of God and all of the unique and <laughs> crazy ways he speaks to us that we're not even paying attention. And then when we do hear, we don't, we're not taking care of those words and we're not sharing the gospel and we're not Asking God to take that truth in his word and actually change our hearts and our lives and our thoughts, actions, words. Because that's what it is about. Spending that time measuring it out. <laughs> what gets measured gets managed. Where are you spending your time? I guarantee it without a shadow of doubt that you have time to pray more. You could get up a half hour earlier, which is so beautiful. If you've got a house full of people and you can sneak out of bed, 
even if you make people rustle a little bit, maybe you wake the dog up and the dog comes down with you, whatever, down. You may have a one-level house, whatever. You go into your silent place, your Christ corner, your prayer palace, and you sit with God and you thank him. You started your day just thanking him for everything. Your day would be different. I know this because it's true. I do this. And the days that I get up sometimes and life just happens, they're more anxious. They are. I know some of you want to pray at night. I can't change who you are, but I will strongly suggest that the first moment you wake up should be that time with God. It sets the tone for the day. Zero question about it. Try it. See how your day goes. Pay attention. You might even find yourself called to spend some time with him at night to reflect on your day. So I'm doing Would Love Your Prayers. I'm doing a recording, filming a three-day video series for Persis Worldwide. Persis is going to be a sisterhood of people just wanting to live better lives, personally, professionally, spiritually. They want to deepen their relationship with God. They want friends on the journey. They want people to help because you're all alone. It's a very interesting sisterhood family that that is being built by a few people I'm on the board and I'm putting together a three video series that we're going to offer out there during Lent and it really is broken up into reconciling your heart to God deepening your relationship with God and reflecting because we need to be reconciled to God with our hearts through the sacrament of reconciliation but also through reconciling with others and reconciling with yourself just because you go tell the Lord your your sins and your Truly repentant from your heart doesn't mean that you aren't supposed to be mending the relationships here on earth. Remember the two greatest commandments. Versus God, right? You need to keep that line open. You need to keep that beam of light. He is our lampstand. You need to keep that beam of grace flowing. So get your tail to confession Reconciliation, I like to call it, because it's all about reconciling your heart to him. 
But it's also the second greatest commandment, which is loving others and yourself. So if you have some sort of rift, you gotta fix it. Meaning you gotta get God into your heart to fix it because you are not going to be able to do it. You can talk yourself blue in the face and it may not change your heart. You may still think of that person and have that just, ugh, that disdain. But that's not what we're called to do. (laughs) We have been given this incredible gift of faith, peeps. Come on. We have been touched. We've had an encounter with God. We know he exists. We better get out there and share it. And we better love differently so that people can look at us and say, that is God in that person's life. Because guess what? The more you spend time with God, the more he's going to outpour himself in you. And no one is ever going to outdo God in generosity. And as you pray, as we discussed, pray without doubt. It seems so simple, doesn't it? So why don't we do it? That was the other podcast. Why ask why? Drink Bud Dry. That was the commercial. (laughs) But seriously, why ask why? Because that's the only way we're going to learn. If we don't ask why, we're dodging it. Dodging it. All right, everyone. Let's really measure our time. And schedule some with God. Put it on the calendar if that's what it takes. Set your alarm if that's what it takes. Because when you do, you won't regret it. God will show up in a big way. And you will want more. And keep coming back and keep coming back. All right, everyone, go be that lamp, go be light, go be love, but ask God to be that for you. Ask him to change your heart for anyone that you have resentment toward. Ask him every day. And today we ask you, Lord, please come into our hearts, live our lives for us, your will, not ours, so that we can love people to you. In your name, Jesus, we pray, amen, in the name of the Father, excuse me, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I'm working on this voice, nasal thing, (laughs) sorry, it's got to be annoying, and it's morning, so that doesn't help. I haven't, you know, stood up and kind of moved around too much today. (laughs) Okay. I love you all. And I mean it. I was recording those, uh, those videos yesterday. I took a break and I just took a picture of myself, threw it out on Facebook and said, you know, I love all you people.
Because what's really cool is sometimes you feel alone, but then when you find some people that you feel connected with and you know you're on the journey with kind of the same group of people, there's something about it. There's this sense of, I'm not alone. And I've got people, even though I may never have met you face-to-face, in an email, at an event, there's this spiritual companionship. It's deep, even though we've never met. I don't know how to explain it. I really look at this as my coaching practice extended, frankly. Because when I'm speaking to you, I feel like this is something that hits you as well. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I'm not (laughs) because there's a sense of family. When I put this phone up against my face and talk to you, I get filled with this incredible spirit. So I want to thank you for being with me every day. Dealing with the oddities of, (laughs) you know, me being sick every now and then or speaking sick. But I'm pretty much here Monday through Friday. And I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when I say I love you, I mean it. I, I do. It's not this, I love you, you know, like just part of my end, my outro, if you will. That's what they say in radio, intro, outro. It's not part of my outro. I mean it. (laughs) My outro is find something more. Have a blessed and inspired day. (laughs) You know, I love you is true. I mean it from the depths of my heart. So go be that lamp, be that light. Let God work through you and be love and joy to a world that needs it so badly. Alrighty, everyone. Find something more. Have a blessed and inspired day.